Let's roll, buttholes. <clears throat> week. Was week number three the consistency over everything challenge? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, three. three. Anyways, what were you going to say? Um, there was two. There was three people that wanted to send you a I'm grateful for you message yesterday. Me? In the afternoon, like send you one. And they go. Never mind. But if I send them it, he's just going to reply, thanks, buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, send him it anyway. He's not going to say that. And he goes, I feel like he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of the fun thing about the whole the banter situation, right? Well, it's like, funny because, like, right before Connie walks up to me, it was like after five o'clock, he goes, "Come, kind of thankful for you, blah blah." blah and, I, and I sit there and I'm like, "Thanks, you asshole." <laughs> and he goes, "I feel like that's gonna be Cody's exact answer." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what makes it fun, though. I mean, when you know, like in whatever atmosphere, like a work atmosphere or whatever it may be, and everybody's just like so like I don't, normal. I don't, I don't know what the, the proper term would be. Um, just not real, yeah. right? Where it doesn't mean like they're assholes to each other or also like you're overly friendly with one another. Sure. Like, like Kel, you just look so good today. Yeah. Like you look like you're just glowing, glowing. right? I just, I just love you so much, right? It's like that fake tightness and like uh, the toxic positivity. It you a wrong way. Well, because you... It's, you like, it's like a backhanded like... Well, you know, deep down, it's it's not real. You're full of shit. Like you're you're not being genuine <laughs> yeah. right now, and uh, I think the best dynamics, just like with sports or even like military or whatever have you, are the ones where people are kind of giving shit to sure. each other. You know, it's it's fun it's and like playful. The yeah, it's fun. It's playful. Uh, you're kind of giving each other shit, and but also like at times you do have those moments. You're like, like, dude, you. You're doing fucking good. Like yeah. you're doing, like you're going, you hear questions like that, and like, and that's genuine. That means something. Yeah. That that's when you're like, okay, that that's a genuine compliment, sure. right? Like, I appreciate you actually like noticed me putting the, the work in. Actually, not that. messing with me and like, yeah, exactly, right? But if you're but if you're just constantly comp like handing out compliments left and right, that's not genuine. Yeah, like you, genuine. if you're just a compliment giver, like nobody thinks you're actually being serious anymore, right? Like, they I think might it's at first. Eventually, they're gonna be like, all right, this person does this every day, like. Well, if you always walk in every single day and the person's like every time giving you a compliment, you're kind of like it's it's nice and all, but the the genuality of the whole compliment starts to wear thin sure. after so long. So you're like, eh, so you kind of give me a compliment every single day. I kind of think you're being fake a little bit to a degree. There's a little bit of, of being suspicious with that. Sure. And so um, that was one thing I always in my eyes, kind of when taking over the gym and, and creating the the atmosphere of the gym, so to speak, was. You know, having that camaraderie of like kind of giving each other some shit to a degree, but in a playful manner, just like you, you would in football or sports or military or whatever it may have. No, I like it. I'm, I'm all about it. So <laughs> I, I think it's fun. I think it's actual genuine. I think it's it's more like real life than sure. anything else. And so, um, so yeah, there was something else I want to talk to you about too, but I can't remember off the top of my head now. Um, but anyway, so I had made a, a little post in the group about, you know, with some different ideas we could talk about, which... I had a thought about the open in general, in general recently uh, as kind of how we want to do it. Because we've gone through different phases of the open throughout our lifetime with the gym. Uh, like the old school style was getting people signed up through CrossFit.com mm-hmm. or the open.crossfit.com and signing up for the actual open open. Uh, and then that transferred into the intramural open. Yeah. And then probably the past like five or six years, we've done like different, 
different versions. We've done, you know, waited a week on it. After the workout came out, the better structure of the yeah. programming. We've done done nothing for it at all one year. Yeah. I think last year we did like the afternoon versus morning. Um, so we've done different variations. I think the the funnest variation was definitely the intermeal open yeah, overall. But it definitely had its cons to it as well. So before we kind of go further into the discussion of the open is for some of you guys who may be listening to this, you have no idea what we're even talking about right now is what is the CrossFit open? So there's essentially different stages. Think of it like, um, the NFL, so to speak, where the CrossFit games, AKA the NFL is like your top tier of the sport. So to speak, and you have different levels working your way up to the CrossFit Games or the NFL, just like college or high school or middle school football, right? Essentially, what the Open is is the first stage of the CrossFit Games, where you do the the three workouts. They're going to be one workout a week for three weeks. If you do relatively well, you move on to the next stage, which I think this year is like the top twenty five percent in your region or country, then based off of that, I think they take 40 men and 40 women this year from each to make it to semifinals. Okay. They do that competition actually in person at a venue. And then from there, the top three to five, depending on where the location is, make it to the crossing okay. games. So it's kind of like a, a funnel system, right? You're funneling down to the 0.001% of people who make it to the crossing games. Right? So, Obviously, that'll be none of us. Yeah. We're making the CrossFit Games. So, what is the motivation behind somebody who comes to the gym three or four times a week, has a nine to five job, three kids to feed? I don't give a shit about sure. me placing 237,000 in the, the open gym. this year, right? And so, but it's also a f- fun time to participate as well. And it's something that we every year have done, like we've always done the workouts, right? So CrossFit headquarters produces these workouts each week during the three-week period, right? It's not something that I write up, me personally. And it's always funny because every year people always almost act suspicious of me. Like I know stuff, that's like inside oh, information. Like, you know the like, you know, headquarters has yeah. given us like ideas as to what the workout's going to be and we know that in advance. And that's not the case, obviously, because that was the case. Anybody would just well, leak the workout, it, but somehow crazily always works out to where like our Wednesday workout or like our Monday workout is literally almost or not 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 on the dot, but pretty identical to the actual. Well, workout. that's the like, hard. All y'all know, and I'm like, yeah. we have no idea. Well, that's the hard part about programming during those three periods is that you have no idea what that Friday workout's going to yeah. produce. And especially like on a Wednesday programming standpoint, you don't like, for instance, this, this Wednesday we had like the deaths and pull-ups. Yeah. There's a, there's a chance, there's a high probability that could be open workout. Deaths and pull-ups again the <laughs> yeah. next day on the Friday. Um, and so I try to do it on those weeks. I don't, the thing is like, I don't want to water down the workouts for three sure. weeks, right? Because most people, aren't doing this for competition. They're doing it for better health and longevity and looking better naked and whatever, whatever insert whatever your goal is. And pretty much less than 10% of people here like saying, well, I really want to do good in the open to advance forward, yeah. right? And so 
I don't want to water down the workouts for anticipation of what, uh-oh, Kel's losing his mic, in anticipation for the Friday workout. So I'm, I try to do my best during that week to program as normal for which Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday still being a good workout, but something that won't leave you so beat up like for that, that Friday, right? Like the deadlift pull-up combination is a potent combination that's probably going to trash you a little bit for a couple days, like you're going to feel sore. But if we program something where it's maybe, as an example, it could be four rounds of a 1K row for me to run and, and 50 burpees, sure. or as, as an example, <laughs> like that workout would be tough, but it wouldn't leave you completely sore. Thursday and be like, all right, I'm trash or I'm super yeah. sore. Right, so you're still getting good work in, but you're not feeling so beat up. But um, so rewinding back for a second, though. So the idea is obviously participate, have a good time with it, um, because of the fact that it's kind of like a celebration of fitness for CrossFit around this time of the year, right? It's kind of CrossFit's Mardi Gras esque sure. thing because that's where most people are going to participate, right? Because only 25% of people move on to the next stage, right? Which is actually way more than it was last year. I think it was 10% last year. Well, yeah. They like so, almost doubled, two yeah, and a half. Did. They expanded out the quarterfinals. So some of you guys, if you if that is your goal, you definitely have an opportunity to move on to the next stage for quarterfinals. Sure. And we might even sprinkle some in some of those workouts too. Uh, they always usually, on a logistics standpoint, it can be a nightmare sometimes. I think but, more people could get into quarterfinals they probably think. Yeah, I mean, I would Especially probably say. Just opened it up, like, yeah, I think I think I think y'all are fitter than y'all think sometimes. Well, I think uh, well, I think last year, how many people we had qualified last year? Like ten or fifteen yeah. for quarterfinals. I mean, you spend it out to twenty five percent. I mean, I guarantee you, if you do brown or black ninety percent of the time, you probably could qualify for quarterfinals probably. this year, more than likely. <clears throat> And potentially, even if you do purple, a good amount of time, you have potential to maybe even qualify. Uh, it just depends on the, the amount of volume of people that sign up. But, I mean, I'd be venturing to say, even if you don't have, like, a muscle-up, that you could potentially qualify for quarterfinals this year. Probably. Yeah. So, if that's something on your horizon, you're more than welcome to honestly do the next stage if you qualify for it. But you do have to go to cross.com and sign up and see where you rank on the leaderboard to get to that top 25%. So... I think the open's like twenty five bucks or something like that, which I know some of you guys like to do and sign up and, and register your name on that leaderboard. But there's also a good amount of people who don't give a shit about that, yeah. right? They could care less about where they rank on a uh, leaderboard, so to speak, for the worldwide open. <clears throat> so what we're gonna try to do this year is bring back the Inreal Open. But doing it in a sense that we're going to tweak it to make it a little bit more decibel to how our gym is now. How we can run it. <laughs> how we can run it in an efficient manner where people aren't ass beat. Because um, back in the day with our intermittent open, we had, you know, spirit awards yeah. and things like that, which people were decorating the gym and confetti. Like after hours. <laughs> yeah, the gym looked like a freaking circus. So what is the intermural open? So the Interrail Open will be classified as the gym will be split into four teams based off based off the people who sign up, obviously. You're going to do the workouts anyways, so you might as well sign up. Based off the, the four classifications of teams that we're going to have, there will be four team captains that we will have a draft for, right? So we're going to have to have a deadline 
on, and we'll come out the more finer details next week for this, but essentially you enter your name into the draft, right? So let's say we have 100 people enter to the draft. Those team captains will then draft you, right? So it won't be like an in-person draft. Nobody will know what spot they got picked in or like that, but you will have your 100 people to choose from, right? So those team captains will then choose out of those 100 people for their team, right? So each team would have 25 people roughly. And then based off that, those 25 people are on your team. Of those 25, how you gain points for your team will be based off you doing the workout, obviously, A. And the other option is how you perform B, right? So the only way you will add points by performance is if you finish in the top three in that particular division, male or female. So we'll essentially have three divisions each individual week that you can sign up. Like you can basically participate in any week depending on what division you want to. You don't have to sign up in any certain division. As the workout comes out that Thursday, you can decide what what division you want to work out in that week, right? So we'll have a RX division, an intermediate division, and a scale division, which essentially would be like in, RX would be black and brown. Intermediate would be purple and uh, blue, and then scale would be orange and yellow. And we'll have those three versions every single week for you guys to do. And each individual week, you can choose as to which one you want to perform in. And if you place in the top three of that division based off your score or your time, you add extra points to your team based off that. Now, if you don't place in the top of three, you don't deduct from your team, right? So it doesn't matter, like, if you place first or 27th in a division, that doesn't count against you, right? You won't even know where you finish in the division, really, actually, to be honest. We're not going to have, like, a full-on, like, running leaderboard, per se. It'll just basically be a leaderboard for the team, right? And each individual week, if you do really well in the workouts, having a workout in your wheelhouse, you can add extra points to your team that week. Bonus points, exactly, right? So the general principle is your team's going to gain the most points by the team who participates the best, right? And then secondly, you can add bonus points by having maybe a couple more people on your team who are really fit, right? So it's a way for us to add participation to a degree because at the end of the day, the most important thing is you guys are in here getting your workouts. You guys aren't full-time athletes, anything like that, but as well as having a little skin in the game, can like hype your friends up. <laughs> yeah, make you maybe a little bit nervous before the workout. You get those little butterflies going. It gets you a little bit outside your comfort zone to maybe push a little bit harder than you would otherwise because now it kind of counts. And you start to see what you're capable of. Um, I know we talked about this in previous podcasts, but I know in years past, watching people do the open, you see a lot of people do... You get all their first. First, right? First pull-up, first bar muscle-up. Uh weight they've never lifted before, first double unders, first handstand push-up, right? So there's a lot of firsts that happen during this time of the year, and it creates a lot of excitement and joy and nervousness and a little bit of anxiety, and all that's kind of blended into one uh, mixture for the Open. But I think it's a great opportunity for it's for you to challenge yourself, for you to ch- uh, get outside your comfort zone, as well as a good team building exercise for the gym as well, where it creates camaraderie and a little bit of shit talking sure. and things like that. Uh, so that's kind of the, the broad stroke of what we're going to do this year. 
Uh, on top of that, some of the other details with that is to sign up, there will be a cost to that because what we're going to do this year, which we've done before in the past, is we're going to use that as an equipment fundraiser, right? So we're going to actually give you guys the, the choice of a 20 30, $20, 30 or $40 option to participate, right? So it's kind of like you pick your own price to participate this year. Right. Kind of like you, I know Sydney said it, that they're, uh, like you're talking about their coffee place. The village. In, the village in Salford, a little plug there for them. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, they have choose your price for coffee, right? Uh-huh. So same, same concept here where you can choose your price to participate and all that money will go towards equipment for the gym, right? More equipment for the gym uh, or uh, replacing some equipment for the gym, either or. But the thing is, is we were kind of, talking about this is that, uh, you know, even if you had a hundred people sign up at $20 each, okay, you do the math, that's $2,000. That doesn't really stretch very far in the way of equipment, right? Like that can buy you two and a half bikes or it can buy you roughly, you know, eight barbells Sure. or, you know, you can get maybe a couple new sets of dumbbells or kettlebells, whatever it may be. And so that's why we're kind of given, we didn't want to, because we do understand at the end of the day, like, you know, we didn't want the price to be too high for participation. So we want the barrier to be relatively low where it's not extremely expensive. But if you wanted to give a little bit more to the donation, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, so we're, that's kind of hence the 20 30 and $40 option. Obviously, the more equipment that we raise, the more money we'll, we'll raise for equipment. And the idea being I'll try to... Um, in the next week or two, come out with a tier system kind of showing you guys if we raise, you know, $500, that's what we're going to buy with it. If we raise $1,000, basically a $500 system where... That way they can kind of like visually see. Sure. And like, and honestly, we'll keep you guys up to date as we get more and more people signed up as to where we are. It's not going to be just like, oh, by the way, we only raised 200 bucks and we yeah. can't do anything with that, you know? Um, so a tier system showing, you know, every $500 what we would buy with that, right? And obviously that would benefit everybody, not just one individual person, right? So all that money will go towards buying new equipment for the gym uh, or more equipment for the gym, however you want to put that. And is there anything else I'm kind of missing with that? You talk about team captains, right? Team captains, which those will be announced hopefully in the next week or so as well. I'll figure that out in a second. Well, we have our names in our we head, our right? We don't want to we don't, announce it just yet. Well, we don't want to throw them in, out yeah. on the podcast and then somebody comes up to you and asking you, oh, they said you're, you're going to be a team <laughs> captain. You're like, no, I'm not. That's not actually um, Because obviously it's a team captain's job to a degree to obviously draft their team. And it's their responsibility as well to – hold you guys accountable to showing up on Fridays, right? So the open workout will be announced on Thursday nights. Or I say Thursday nights. They do it more around like... So like noon last year? Noon like to 3 o'clock. o'clock it, was so it was kind of early. Well, they started doing that because of Australia. Okay. Because they were doing it... So originally the open announcements were on Thursday nights like at 7. Well, Australia, I think, ended up getting one less day to do the open workout compared to the States. Oh, okay. Because they're, you know, 12, they 13 hours. Like midnight or something. Yeah, they're like 12 or 13 hours ahead of us, right? So they were kind of getting screwed at that standpoint. So they now push the announcement to earlier in the day for us. So I think it's like, like I said, between noon and like 3 o'clock, I think it's the, roughly the time they announce it. And then that Friday, we would do the workout as a gym, right? So that will be our Friday workout. So you're going to do the workout regardless on that Friday. 
It's going to be your Friday fun day for three weeks. For three weeks. <laughs> and thank God it's only three weeks, not five thank weeks. Because back in the day, five weeks was, was horrendous. was rough. And the workouts are they're, – they're never – hard workouts. Yeah, they're never easy workouts. <clears throat> and so that will run for that three-week period. And obviously we'll crown a champion at the end, at the end. of the, the four – or the three weeks at the end of the day. So each individual week you would get a general breakdown on – you know, how many points you got for participation, how many points you got for top three finishes, and each individual division will be RX intermediate scale to get yourself bonus points. And then at the end of each week, you'd have a total tally of points and you see where your team you ranks, right? So, you know, let's say you have blue team has 80 points and then red team has 78 points and pink team has, you know, 60 points, so on and so forth, right? And so you have a crown champion at the end of the four weeks, right? So it's one of those things where, you, know, you might have a buddy who's on the opposite team as you, right? And so you're yeah. kind of trying to kick their ass, right? And trying to get your team bonus points. Well, that's the fun part about it. And that's the fun part about it. You talk shit. And as well as having a judge, uh, it makes holds things – Holds you a little bit more accountable and that judge can help push you and things like that. And also you can maybe see who, who's, uh, who's been doing a little bit of rep cut. Rep cut. Rep cut. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's definitely obviously something you'll get to kind of find out. But like also like having a judge is almost – it's almost having like that extra little push in your workout. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then once we are done with that, I think tentatively as of right now, because I know some people were asking about, are we doing the in-house competition? That is in the plans, but it won't be traditionally. We would do that on the fourth week of the open or the, the week after the open, but the way things fall this year, my schedule personally on the weekends is basically jam packed through in March, like he has four kids or something. yeah, all the way to the end of April. So I think technically we're we're shooting for April twenty seventh yep. as our tentative date for that. But we're, obviously we're still too early on that to give any details. But yes, we do plan on running that. We just don't know the exact date on that right now. But it is looking like it's going to be late April timeframe before we do that. And so that will we'll still keep the whole uh, teams of two okay. in in, uh, in those as well. Um, and more details will come out about that later. We're not necessarily going to, uh, we a little while for that yeah, we're not going to give all like, you know, divisions and stuff like that. So we have to, and also create workouts for that and everything else. So is there anything else I kind of miss on the intermediate open? I don't think so. I mean, we talked about teams. You talked about captains. You talked about choose your price. You talked about it's three weeks. I'm trying to think of anything else. Talked about doing it on Fridays. The uh, first workout will be released February 29th. Yes. Which is a Thursday. So, because it's a leap year this year. And then February 1st, or sorry, March 1st is when we would do that first workout. And so, the idea is to, well, I guess the other question we did well, not. Are you going to well, allow them to come on like well, Saturday or well, Monday? Or? So, here's the deal with that. Because this is the question we get every single year. is like, do a half do it on Friday? Or I'm going to be at, be out of town on the second. Sure. Can I still do it? The answer is yes. You can still do it, but this is the caveat with this: is yes, the idea is for you guys to do it on Friday. Uh-huh. You have the option to do it on Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday. Okay. If you have to. The caveat being is you have to find a judge. Oh, you have to have a judge. You have to have a you judge. You cannot just do it. And also, don't expect 
a coach to just drop what they're doing to be your judge. You probably need to line somebody up ahead of time to do that, right? Whether it be a friend or even a family member, who are you going to get to come judge you, right? When we say judge, it's not like we're in the damn CrossFit Games where it's like... We're not asking you to no rep. Or not... Every, yes, every like rep, right? there is a loose standard there to a degree because a standard is a standard. And you still want people to... You know, somebody's doing wall balls and they're getting depth, like hip grease below the knee for like 30 reps. And all of a sudden around 32 reps, they're not breaking below parallel. Yeah. They're like doing like a push press with it. Obviously, you got to call them on it, right? But we're not going to force you into a position that's not safe and uncomfortable for you, right? If you have a hard time already getting to squat depth, <laughs> Chris Hood, uh, <laughs> then we're not going to force your your hand to put you in a p- position that's unsafe for you, right? The, the idea is making sure, A, you're, you're doing the reps you say you're doing, right? Because anytime there's scores for the open, the real open, then that counts for scores. You need to have a judge for or you, right? Or even points for the top three best scores. Well, so that's what it's for. We want it to be legit. We want to be fair. And, um, and there's, there's also that sometimes the open workouts can get a little confusing. Right, where you have to finish X amount of reps and X amount of time to move on to the next stage of the workout. The judge just helps you stay on track. Dude, for like, me... Without a judge, like, I, I couldn't tell you how many open workouts I would either, one, not have done as good because they're like, keeping you on a time frame yeah. or like, yelling times at you, or one, like, where am I at? Like, if I'm doing double unders, like, a lot of times, like, if I'm zoned in, you're just jumping, right? It's, it's so much easier for me to do a workout when I have a judge. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have to think about so all the other shit. Yeah, yeah. So, like when I'm doing double unders or something, like I don't have to focus on thinking about what rep I'm on. I'm just focusing on relaxing my shoulders sure. or breathing better or whatever it may be because they're counting the reps for me. Makes I don't difference. have to do that. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah, like I feel like there's way less uh, – I can focus on other things that can improve my performance in a workout when I have a judge compared to when you're just working on a daily basis and you're having to concentrate on – what rep count you're doing Think and things about like just that. how many times in a class squad you're like, shit, was that nine? Was that eight? Was that seven? Mm-hmm. Like, where are you, where am I at in this workout? Like, you don't have to think about any of that. Or you go to a, a movement and you start biking. You're like, oh shit, I don't, I'm not supposed to be biking. I'm supposed to be box jumping. That happens a lot also. You know, think, it's little things like that that – because you start getting wad drunk and yeah. the wheels start falling off. You're like, I don't know what movement's next. I don't even know what I'm doing. They can help guide you through that, sure. right? And so that's why you're going to need a judge for this particular piece. But you do need to have that lined up because inevitably we, we announce this every single year. And somebody's like, well, I'm not going to participate because I can't be – I'm not going to be here on the, one of those Fridays. We're not saying you can't participate. You just got to pick a different day and you got to have a judge ahead of time to get you squared away. Which if you have a team captain, maybe, maybe they'll help you out on that sure. point and judge you for it, right? That's kind of a little bit of the responsibility with being a team captain on this. And so, um, so yeah, we'll, like we'll, like so we'll have all the open registration uh, stuff kind of come out next week, a little bit more of the details about it all. But we want to do a podcast on it because I know some of you guys are asking about the open. And so it's a way for us to you know, have some fun with it a little bit, get some little bit excitement around it. Uh, get you guys a little outside your comfort zone and get going for that. 
you know, if you don't, you're more than welcome to go on games.cross.com and sign up there as well if you want to. And some people do that. Every year we have about between 10 and 20 people who do that every single year. And if you want to do that, you're more than welcome to go do that as well. Uh, as an opportunity, if you want to see where you rank worldwide overall, sure. you can do that. Or if you have... Or if you're a nurse or if you're a firefighter. Like they don't do that anymore. They don't do that? Mm-mm. What? No, because I was talking to Leland about that a couple months ago at gymnastics. Because one year for the Open, his goal was to be the fittest nurse in Louisiana. Yeah, because back in the day, you could filter it down. Oh, dude, that's cool. I thought that was, yeah. I thought that was a cool thing. No, it's did. super cool where you could say you're the fittest nurse in Louisiana, yeah. right? Which he was able to host that crown in whatever, I think it was maybe 2017 or something like that. Uh, and you could filter it down where you, if you're a firefighter, a police officer, you could they filter it down teachers, to your state. They have like all yeah. things. You could filter, filter it down to your state and also country and also worldwide. Uh, but they quit doing that. I don't know ah, why. Um, so it'd be pretty cool if they could allow functionality with that. Like, or even, I think even one year they allowed you to create your own leaderboard, right? Where let's say you had like 10 buddies in the gym. You're like, well, I want to make a group. Yeah. You can make like a, a group of 10 yeah. people of like, Hey, let's make our own leaderboard of us 10 guys and participate against like and go against each other. Right. It was like, almost like fantasy football. Yeah. Bit. Like you can make your own leaderboard of whoever you wanted to put into your thing. And, they they quit doing that. I don't know why, uh, which was a really cool aspect that they missed yeah, out on. Now, um, hopefully this year they don't do some dumb shit with the logistics of workouts. Because yeah. even last year, even though it ran okay, but even the the shuttle run burpee pull That's up workout, it's just anytime you're moving distances yeah. with a good group amount of like people, it's it's. Yeah, it's really hard to pull off. Like it comes like lunges or shuttle runs. That's so hard to pull off. But they're gonna do at least one workout like that. There's gonna be one logistically. There's gonna be workout. one nightmare workout. Um, but like, I mean, normally we find a way to make it work, though. We try our best. Uh, that one year, dude, with the overhead lunge. And that burpee. We can only we only could run like four or five four people at a time. time. And it's not like we have a super small gym. No. Like I would say for a CrossFit box for. I would say we're like a large box, but I would say on the average, we're probably a little bit on the larger side for a CrossFit box. And we could, I was like, I cannot imagine only like having That's a, like half a room. well, even at the old box, like we maybe could have ran two people at a time because you had to overhead walk lunge, a 95 pound barbell, 25 feet. That was actually a tough workout. I hated that workout. <laughs> I actually like that workout. Really? I remember ripping my hands so bad. Because it was what? Overhead lunge, burpee, overhead lunge, pull up? Pull up. 20 minute AMRAP? Chest of bars too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what the rep scheme was. I want to say it was like, was like 8 and 12. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember doing it, ripping my hands, and then having to redo it with ripped hands. Ooh. And like taping my whole hands up and everything. That, I'm pretty sure that is the workout that, I don't know if, I don't think, I, have, I don't have video of it anymore. But we, remember we used to have the platforms right here in the yeah. corner? So Kaylee was doing the workout. She drops off the pull-up bar, is walking back to her barbell. And she does this thing when she's dog shit tired of a workout and she has to go to a different station where, I don't know if I can put it on. She walks like this (laughs) to the station. She does like the hunchback Yeah, think of like hunchback in Notre Dame where you're basically... Leaned over at 90 degrees, your hands is de- your arms are dangling, and you're just walking, shuffle stepping to the next station. And Mark Stewart is standing on that platform station, and Matt Bellison is next to him, and you see him 
tap Matt on the shoulder and start pointing and laughing at Kaylee <laughs> as she's walking to That's the hilarious, pull-up bar. Kaylee does some, I'm not going to lie. Kaylee does some funny shit when she's working out. That shit was so funny. Or there was another Kaylee open workout where it was um, snatches. It was a couplet. It was like snatches and pull-ups or something. Yeah. It was it was was it a snatch bar muscle? There's a, I remember it was like seven or seven and three, seven and seven and three or something. Like seven at one fifteen and like three something bar like muscle ups. It was like a seven and AM rep, and then you had like a a minute rest and do like a max clean and jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's what the workout was. I think it was like fifteen point one A and B. Okay, is what it was. And I literally remember her doing the workout. I swear, God, she's like maybe thirty to thirty seconds to a minute in, and Shelly Yidry's sitting there. Like yelling at her, like, come on, Kaylee, you got this, you can do this. And she literally stops in the middle of a workout, like physically stops, stands up and goes, Shelly, stop. Shut up. <laughs> that is, I like a lot of it. That is the, like, if you're doing a workout for the first 30 seconds of a minute, somebody's on your ass, I'm like, leave yeah. me alone. It's one thing to do Fran yeah. and, and finish in like two or three minutes. And it's one thing to be doing a workout that's 20 minutes long. Sure. And you're literally two minutes in the workout. Speaking of Kayla, she calls me. But being into a 20-minute workout, being two minutes into it, and somebody starts hollering at you to go faster, or like starts encouraging you, like, dude, like I'm just trying to relax. Give me some time. And, and get myself through this workout. I don't need somebody hollering at me this early in the workout. The last two minutes come yelling sure. at me. But right now, I don't need somebody yelling at me. <clears throat> and so that's that's two open stories from, from Kayla that I can't remember off the top of my head that I still laugh my ass off about. There's some funny moments that happen in the open. I will say that. The open's a good time. Uh, it can it can definitely be it's 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 a mixed bag of emotions, especially back in the day when people do so many people back then took that so much more serious. Oh, yeah. Like the whole gym was. Remember when we had like the gym leaderboard and like that was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like people took people took it like very very uh, hardcore and very very serious about where they finished the leaderboard and how they finished in the open and things like that. And that was definitely the when the competition side across it was a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think over the years, obviously, that has transitioned. I'm not, I'm not going to say... It's like, not gone. It's not gone. Um, and there's a, definitely a small piece of me that misses those times, sure. right? Because it's kind of old, old school OG days. Uh, but there's also a piece of me that doesn't miss those days as well. where Because you also had so many people get so emotionally yeah. wrapped up in that time of the year where, you know, they would finish a workout and start crying. Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Because they did so bad. hundred percent. Right. And, uh, or like literally having anxiety attacks about how they're going to redo the workout. And like, yes, like it's, it was a, it was a whole shit show. It was, it was rough. Like in that, on that standpoint. And I think over the years, the, the mindset has shifted in a good sense of the matter of being a little bit more, zoning out and realizing the bigger picture of this and it's not necessarily about how you finish on a leaderboard but more so like what kind of effort you gave what kind of attitude effort you gave to that individual workout and if you did really well at the workout great if you did so bad like it's no no big deal like i'm not a crossing games athlete you know that's it is what it is uh or if i you know want to try to improve upon that score i need to work on it but i don't think so you get so emotionally wrapped up like they used to no and and i think another cool aspect is like Back then, you got to see, like, your favorite CrossFit Games athletes. And you got to compare yourself to them, too, though. Like, like you got to compare yourself yeah. to a Matt. Well, you got to see, like... a Rich Froning. And, like, really get to see, like, how fit these exactly. women and guys are. Like, like these 
These people are like on a different level. Well, because you watch them sometimes, and you're like, they're not moving that fast. Like I could probably, I could probably, I could probably do, do that. And you get in the workout, and you realize how much less fit you are. Or you like try guys. to hold their pace at the beginning of the workout, and you realize like three minutes in, you're like, holy crap! I'm like, a, my heart's about to pump out of my chest right exactly. now. Exactly. And so it was cool that aspect as well, like seeing people that you saw the CrossFit Games and how well they did the CrossFit Games. And then you get to do the same exact workout they just did and then compare, like, and also then seeing other people. Like normal people. Well, just seeing, well, I'm saying like other CrossFit Games athletes as well perform the workout as well. And you're like, oh my God, that dude did the workout in five minutes and 22 seconds. (laughs) Like, you know, and you're over here doing it in like nine minutes and 40 seconds. You're like, that dude almost was twice as fast as I did. Shit. I mean, there's some more. Workouts. I remember Kyle James doing one for like fifty something minutes. Oh man! Do you remember that? You guys like, don't realize first. how good you have it in the sense of how it was compared to the OG days. Oh, dude, OG, you had to finish them things. So back in the day, the open workouts, there was no option other than the prescribed option, and it was a thruster. Was that the thruster burpee one? Is it thruster and burpees or? Was, I think it was. I think it was. So it was, I think it was the 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, 3. All the way down. Thrusters at 95 pounds and bar facing burpees. And that was the only option that you had. And some people, 95 pound thruster would be like 185 pound yeah. thruster, right? Like that is a heavy it's thruster. Like, where you're doing like singles and doubles. And it's like, basically what it came down to yeah. is they were doing singles on the thrusters and then crawling their way through the burpees, right? Because it's just so miserable. I mean, people were – and, like, there was no kind cap either. No. It wasn't like you had, like, you know, 15 minutes to finish or you just you, – you're done. There basically it was like – didn't time cap. You didn't have that, that option. That year he was like, there is no time cap. You finish it or you quit. And, I mean, people were taking, like, 50 minutes, 45 minutes on this workout. I think that's when we were doing the whole intramural open thing to where, like, you had needed those points for your team. And so, like, people just had to, like – I felt so that. bad for him. Uh, it wasn't just Kyle. I mean, there was. Yeah. I want to say there was like two or three people that like worked out for like forty, minutes, <coughs> fifty minutes. And like, I, I get torn on those situations when stuff like that pops up, right? Like, because the, the, I don't know the proper word would be, it's kind of like yeah, like, like go to that mental grind and sure. like finish it, and like you should like tap into that every so often. But also at the same time, the other side of me is like. They probably could have got still a really good workout by just going oh, like yeah. sixty five pounds in burpees. Like that still would suck really bad. And you know, at the end of the day, like you don't need to like completely trash yourself in the sense where they're literally not going to be able to walk for the next six weeks because you may do ninety five pound thrusters. And that's kind of the point. I mean, every once in a while we do benchmarks here, and like that's your chance to kind of like see how you, you want to go and get a little grindy. Like you can go sure. do something for like that. But it's it was definitely a fun time. I enjoyed it. But. So hopefully you guys get a excited about this. We'll put out some more details starting next week. We'll put registration up so you guys can sign up for it. And then we'll have to have our actual draft date. That way you guys know what team you've been selected on. Uh-huh. And, uh, and let's have a good time with it. See ya. Later.